HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. We've been making cheese in Wisconsin since before we were even a state, which may be one reason why we win so many awards for it. It's what happens when a whole state dreams in cheese. Find your next favorite cheese at wisconsincheese.com. Barryville is a hamlet in rural America, part of the upper Delaware River Valley in the western Catskills, but it could be anywhere. Barryville is the climax of civilization. Yeah, the Trump flags are flying, even as gay bikers are rolling through town. This is a hot take on rural America. And whether you're new to rural living, if you've ever been bullied or beaten up in the country, or live in the city and just dream of getting away, this show is for you. Everything's better in Barryville. Can you dig it? It's Johnny and Mike back with another hot take on rural America. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I still get so pumped when I hear the song kick in. And we're I sitting do down at the microphones. I we're do strapped too. in and ready to rock. I feel so good. I think it says we're dancing around <laughs> the studio. Here like a couple to... of queers. <laughs> yeah, we're no, here. Get used to it. <laughs> it's kind of like Night at the Roxbury. We're both uh, kind of like slinging our head to the side. It was pretty, it was pretty good. I, I know. I can dig it, man. We need some cheap turquoise suits. <laughs> I cannot believe you don't have one. Oh my God. Well, I, truth be told, I do. And I also have one in magenta. Um, you know, I'm so excited today. We're going to take our act on the road. We're going to pack it all up and head over and see the beautiful people over at Baker's. I'm getting the satellite put into position because it's going to be live via the Barryville radio satellite. Is Tiff going to like hover above <laughs> to make sure that we maintain signal over there? Well, Tiffany's, go? Tiffany's uh, her helicopter's above the barry, the, the Baker's parking lot. Uh, you know, she was there on Taco Tuesday. She said it was like, <laughs> she said it was like Tetris with Toyotas. Oh, well, we'll have to check and, in with her a little and, bit later. And, and F-150s. Wow. Yeah, yeah. well, or her, or her uh, long-awaited Dodge Ram 15,000. I'm still waiting for that edition to come up. My oh. truck is not big enough. I need something bigger, you know? Well, you know, Tiff, she's a size queen. Yeah, she's a real size queen. You know, um, it's been a wild week. You know, uh, last Saturday was my lovely little son, Lamont uh, Jones, we call him. Because he's like the chaperone, like Mr. Jones. No one keeps me away from <laughs> my man besides Aww. Mr. Jones. Uh, that little guy 
turned 18 years old. And oh, today man. we're going to feed him. I'm so excited. He deserves a party. What, you're going to feed him? Feet. Is that French? Feet. Feet. I think that's French. Feet. Yes, it is a little French. <laughs> you know. Uh, does French go over okay in the town of Highland? I mean, his name's Lamont. What do you want? His brother's <laughs> name is Francois. I mean, they ah, definitely the have a certain... Ah, uh, you know, They shot Mitton. You know, I, I will tell this story. I asked I asked my buddy hey, over hey, here hey, this was to g- come around and just feed my, my cat because we were going to be I out care, of town John, for a day. Because I care, this mother trucker went <laughs> into the house, stole the cat, brought it to his house, and renamed it Mittens, which is the lamest name. <laughs> he should be taken out of his bed at night <laughs> but and thrown cute, into a He has a, such cute little white dark, booties. No, get lost. Get but lost. It was this is snowing, a and you were in New York. And you're you're leaving this you're poor nuts. kitten you know, locked up cats in Cats are not mobile. So, what do you mean cats are not mobile? They're not supposed that, to be like ridiculous. thrown into different environments. I mean, he's just getting Some used cats, to the he, house. He, we put him in the bag. We took care of him. Anyway, we this was about Lamont. He was this fed. was about my like, eldest, and he's lovely, and he deserves to be feeded. So we're going to celebrate him. But uh, I think the word is fed. No, <laughs> no, it is not. So, but so, he does deserve to be fed so, as well. So, so how are Lamont and Mittens getting along? Uh, they just sort of ignore each other. <laughs> it's fine. I just you drove know, that whatever. Mittens right by you there. You know, I, I, <laughs> I it's, it's it's on you. Um, you know, I have to say, we got so much positive feedback from the last show. It was so nice to have such earnest. Fabulous guests like Matt and Sharon, and they—they're amazing, and they really are. Uh, like the people at Bakers, uh, really do make Barryville better. They made me feel like I'm from here. Well, that's an artificial <laughs> feeling. That's artificial well, intelligence. You will never no, be from this town. Well, no, I'll never be from here, but I can feel like I'm. You know, no, you should feel a part of it. Everybody you know, should feel a part hey, of it. You know how I feel. I get up, I get into it. I feel really good. Volunteer at the farmers market. Oh my god! Writing for the paper. Gonna start teaching music uh, over at Bethel this year. I feel like you know I'm part of something bigger than myself. I love that. Teach Edison. I love that. Great. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, I'm excited too because uh, I heard I heard we actually get to talk to the man of mystery. Alex is going to come out of the kitchen today. Oh, he is a man of mystery. What goes on in the baker's kitchen? We are pulling the sheet off of that. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to pack it up, and uh, we will be live from Baker's when we get back. Here comes the satellite right now. All right, Johnny, we're back. Can you dig it? Oh, my God, we're live from Baker's. On location, Berryville Radio. We got the helicopter parked outside. And uh, this is like, this is the place where truly everyone knows your name. That's true. You know? I know everybody's name. That I've and seen they're making things better in Barryville all the time. So uh, we have Carrie here, the, the doyenne of Bakers, if I may, <laughs> and joined by uh, Steph and Renee, who've Hello. been taking really good care of me Hello. ever since I, I showed up in this bird. And uh, I just want to ask you before we really get started. So, Carrie, who do I got to talk to? Guys, from cocktail on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> me? Oh, that's me. I, I, I can give all the suggestions to the kitchen. I think it would go gangbusters. Okay. <laughs> he, you know, he's been going on about this dish for, for quite some time. Listen, I have to tell you, shrimp cocktail is my favorite thing in the world. So Same. I don't even know why it isn't on the menu. Actually. <laughs> well, you clearly have Come a built-in customer for I, it. I guess. So. I vow to take down at least two a week. I, I seem like a, like a modern guy, but really, I'm trapped in my. But all I really want is a shrimp cocktail in my team. I understand. What about some oysters? Rockefeller, Mike. Yeah. Shrimp Rangoon. Let's roll. No, that sounds actually good and appealing and modern. 
<laughs> so, All right. So I have a first question for y'all. <laughs> Carrie, I want to know, uh, this is such a, like, a coveted spot, you know, here in the town of Highland. There's not a lot of commercial spaces, and, uh, you know, if you build a restaurant, <laughs> you'll see what happens next. But I want to know, how did you guys come to become the proprietors of this location? Um, so kind of a long story, but uh, we had another location in Peekskill, New York. and What was it called? It was called the Sunset House. Oh, cool. And uh, we had a crazy person as a partner, and we were looking for another uh, situation. And my friends growing up next door to me my whole life, their grandparents owned this place, Ben and Marge. And um, they left it to them when they passed away, and they... Uh, the place was going uh, empty when it was when we were looking for a new situation, and my friend Alex said, "You better get up there and go check out my pa- my grandparents' bar because um, it's a great place." And so we drove up here and checked it out, and here we are. I love it. We loved it. Six years later. Six years later. I mean, that's crazy. We moved our whole life up here. That's and, right. And we're neighbors now. Now we're neighbors. <laughs> Welcome crazy. to the neighborhood, Mike. We're happy to have you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you're, 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 you're in the minority. <laughs> I don't... No, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. Jokes aside, you guys made me feel very welcome when I got here because I think I showed up here once and you knew my name right, right away. Next time, like you call everybody. You're kind of unforgettable, names. man. I'm, after it was like, hi, Mike. I was like, oh, no, it's Mike. That happened pretty quick. But, um, <laughs> what were you thinking, I, Steph? Steph? I, I remember the first time that I met Mike because him, <laughs> you came in, I believe, solo and... You asked for a perfect Manhattan. I said, of course. I only make perfect Manhattan. <laughs> and he's are. like, no, no. <laughs> oh, I've never made an actual perfect Manhattan until you, Mike. So, I And I feel like I've perfected them you since got, then. You guys were cranking yeah, and, yeah, and then he stopped ordering them. Uh, yeah, the what's that because, about? Because, 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 he's you know like, what? I screwed, just throw it Because your martini game is so good. Oh. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's really all that's about. Um, well, we love to and, make a martini. And the martinis That's go true. really great with the sashimi on the menu, which seems like the outlier on the menu. So, I mean, that was kind of like a, a weird thing. Everything else on the menu seems very populist and the classic Americana. And then here's sashimi. How'd that happen? I, uh, honestly, um, we were looking to... Alex always tries to change stuff up on the menu, and um, he's very uh, seafood. He, it's a strong arm and um, strong hand. What is that? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's a strong, it's a strong it. point. He's very good at seafood. He's he has a strong background in it, and um, he knew that he could make something great that people would love. They love it. I hear Penny, Steph. Steph, Penny, yes. Penny was, cons- well, probably not conceived in the restaurant, but no, <laughs> no, I can. Well, during your tenure, she is here. not. She's 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 one of the baker's uh, offspring that we love. Yes. But, you know, that it's, it's crucial. Like, when, really, you know everybody's name here. And Steph, you and I were talking about this one night. I mean, the customer service is so forward here at Baker's, and it's so missing from the rest of the world, honestly. And I, I, know, I know it's important to you. Uh, yes, it's very important. They, uh, someone once called me Ted Danson from <laughs> Cheers. Or was it? Yes, Cheers, um, because you just know everyone's name. But I've, I've been here for so long, and I've known all these people for so very long that... You know, I just can't shake them now. I just, I, I love them. <laughs> they've, they've really become a part of my life um, now, forever. You but know? there are new people coming in all the time, right? And they're wonderful. Yeah. They're, these people, I hear that, like, the restaurant business is, like, becoming insufferable, and people are just so rude more and more. We are every, not experiencing We that. are not experiencing that at all. Our customer base is lovely as ever. They're the kindest, most generous people I've ever met. 
really. Can I ask you? But I'm sure there is that guy in the crowd. You know, there's there's one in every crowd. We don't talk about them. Okay, but nobody, <laughs> let's talk about him. Today's the day. How do you deal with that guy? You know, like you know, you're gonna see him again. He's gonna come in. He's gonna give you the same shit. He's gonna order. You know, I want the pulled pork sandwich without the sauce. Sauce on the side. No onions. Blah 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 blah. That's you're gonna give woman. him exactly what he. Okay. I. You're I, gonna give. Her, you're gonna give her exactly what she wants, and she's still gonna complain. So how do you keep a that lovely demeanor that you give to all your guests. My number one thing is, and I, I treat every single person the same. No matter who, I, if I know that they're gonna be a shitty person and they're not from around here and they just have that puss on their face, I don't, I don't care. I'm just, I'm gonna give you your refill. You know, it's not, it's not about that. It's, you know, I want them to come back. I want them to leave happy. You know, I want word of mouth is the best advertisement, and that's just how. You want them to leave with like, hmm, maybe I'll tell my friend about that place, and, you know? And that is entirely democratic, and that is what's great about coming here. I see everybody from Barryville in here. I love it when Justin Chappell comes here, our, our resident celebrity chef, and he comes in and eats his belly bomber, ziti stuff, and he loves you guys. And that that's a testament to the menu and everything you guys are doing right. Uh, he's great. Him and his husband are like, they're just wonderful people, and we love having them here. So who is the most famous person who's ever come in here? You know what? What's funny is that Carrie and I were talking about this the other day about we don't realize how many wonderful people live in this community and they they live amongst us. And like I said, we treat everyone the same. So it's like even if they're famous or not, we don't. You, know, know. you told me a story of somebody that got you going, that got me going in, in our millennial. I was just going uh, to mention this. Um, I feel like the most famous person to me oh. um, was Francis Bean. Ow! Um, <laughs> who is that? That so is Kurt, Cob- <laughs> Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter. Oh, yes, I remember. And I just was completely... Uh, bumbling over my words I, I just felt like royalty was in the building and I just didn't even know how to react to it I love you it. can what? I tell you something I, sorry to interrupt you guys I tried we have a mutual friend that I built from LA they both just hike their dogs every day together up um, in Los, uh, Los Feliz and so I reached out to her and I said, hey, do you think you could mention this if you see her? And then I, uh, I DM'd her on Instagram. I was just trying to get her to call in and uh, make you pass out. <laughs> but it didn't work I out, but I tried it. really hard because I love you and well, I thought it would be a funny thank you for that. <laughs> so you guys so if it such, comes, I'm still going to make her call. John, John you would care about such marks with Gen X stuff. Uh, you know, has Jared Leto ever been in here? <laughs> I would die. I would die. <laughs> All right. Mike just discovered your Lido, so it's what? like, hey, gonna, oh, my so called life all the way. I'm old, so, but hey, you, you, this is all lost in you. I saw your, what, your look on your face when she said Francis Bean. You're like, what are these old people talking about? Go on. <laughs> but uh, you're Barryville OG. You you are really, really, really Barryville. Lene is born the coveted local. <laughs> yes. 100%. Born, bred, mom, mom and dad born here? Um, No. My dad is from Long Island, and my mom, uh, I think she's from Middletown. But she also, you know, beautifies the town, so that gives her a little leg up, too. Yeah, my dad was (laughs) actually really young when he came here, so I could kind of say he was from here. Uh He doesn't, like, remember moving, so. (laughs) Got it, okay. But my mom, 11th grade, she Listen, I will give it to anybody except for Mike, because (laughs) it keeps Mike up at night that he'll never be local, so 
I like to just keep pushing that button. But, uh, <laughs> but to me, it's like, who cares, actually? But Chris yeah. and I were talking about this earlier. I mean, I have to say that I feel like a local at this point. I'm not going anywhere. My kid was born here. He's now a local to Barryville. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> he's going to grow up here. So is he a local, even though he's only been here for four years? Because he's only been alive for four years? <laughs> I'm giving it to Jackson. That is a good point. <laughs> yeah, let's give it to him. <laughs> All right. Tell you what. Let's, uh, let's get the guys in the kitchen to come out and see what's really shaking. Get, get, the, get the nitty-gritty. And uh, we'll be back in a second. With uh, Alex and Deneen, right? Yeah, right. All right, right okay. after this. Everything's better in Berryville. This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. There's a reason when you think of Wisconsin, you think cheese. Cheese is a huge part of Wisconsin's history and future. In Wisconsin, the state of cheese, the tradition of cheesemaking excellence began 180 years ago, before Wisconsin was recognized as a state. Immigrants traveled to settle in this lush green hills of Wisconsin bringing their cheesemaking traditions with them. These storied skills combined with the freshest milk available created a cheesemaking culture that is uniquely Wisconsin. Wisconsin's 1,200 cheesemakers, many of whom are third and fourth generation, continue to pass on old world traditions while adopting modern innovations in cheesemaking craftsmanship. Find your next favorite cheese at wisconsincheese.com. All right, and we are back with the reason for the season. This is the magic behind Baker's Kitchen. I give you Alex and Deneen. What's right. going on? How are you? So nice to have you guys here. So, hey, I wanted to I wanted to talk to you guys. So, how did you get your start, Alex? Like, what what was your culinary sort of introduction, and how did you get started in the restaurant place? Uh, my uh, my uncle uh, owned a restaurant down at the beach. And he gave me a uh, dishwashing job as a pot washer. That was my first job. And then um, kind of bounced around, always went back to kitchens, and it was always something that I could do on my own and kind of pay for myself and pay my own bills and kind of support myself. Um, There was a point where I was line cooking at different restaurants. I worked for Hooters. I worked for the Hard Rock. I worked for... I worked for Planet Hollywood, and I was just kind of like, I kind of hit the hit the, uh, the ceiling, so to speak, as like line cooking goes. And there was a point where my father was like, you got to do something. You got to do something with you. You can't be doing this, you know, staying up late at night and, you know, hanging out. and Carrying on. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you got to get serious. So we, um, 
I was like, all right, well, it's either for me, you know, because I really didn't have any, I just, just barely graduated high school. So it was like, all right, um, I really didn't have any, like, a, a good direction to go to, like, a, a four-year college. So it was like, all right, well, maybe I'll go to the Marines or cooking school. So I went to the Marine Corps recruiter. I sat down. The guy was, you know, we did all my testing and everything came back, and uh, they ran my name through their uh, database, and I was on a, I had a misdemeanor. So, <laughs> happens to the best. So they uh, said, "No, clear up your uh, paperwork, and when you're done with that, uh, you can uh, come be a marine." So I said, "Okay." So I went back to you know the drawing board, went back to the kitchens, went back to work, and uh, started applying to the CIA, uh, the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park. So I was accepted there. And as soon as I got there, um, 9-11 happened, and then we were at war. So it was like that point where I could have gone one way and gone into the Marine Corps, or I went to culinary school. So um, I went to culinary school, did uh, two years there, and got out, and then I just started working my way up. You know, once you get out of school, you know, it's like you start from the bottom. It's, you know, line cooking if you're lucky, or prep, you know. So I just started banging away in kitchens and going, you know, I think, I think it's so great that a cat who came out of culinary school, who's got chops like you did, is making it happen in a small town, rural bar, and making so many people happy. I know a lot of guys think they got to go work at a Michelin star restaurant or, you know, go sweat it out in downtown Manhattan. But you're making people happy. You're touching people's lives. It's fantastic. And I actually want to thank your teenage self for getting that misdemeanor. So uh, on behalf of the town of Berryville and the town of Highland, uh, I'm glad you were a little bit of trouble like myself when you were youth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, do tell, John. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, when Rocky goes for his job interview. He's in Rocky too, and he's kind of down and out after almost winning the championship. And uh, the interviewer says, you got a criminal record? And Rocky says, oh, nothing worth bragging about. <laughs> All right. Hey, so I wanted to also ask, so what do you guys, what do you guys consider your signature dishes of bakers? Like, what's the, what's the one thing that you are most proud of? Or, like, what's the one thing that you're like, this is bakers? I'd say it's got to be the wings and the burger. All right. That's what I mean. That that kind of like if you're if you're on the road and you're and you're going from you know town to town or traveling and you and you find a little bar, a little quiet place to tuck into. I mean, that's probably one of the go-to's. A lot of people they're like, oh, let me try your wings or let me try your burger. And if you can nail those two things, I think you're you're doing all right. And it's consistently the same. If you came here four years ago, the burger is going to taste the same as if you come in tonight for the first time. Oh, the wings are slamming. No, There's no question. Story. And I really love the, the old school delivery with the knife on the top of the burger. It's always <laughs> like my favorite. Denine, uh, what, what, what's your favorite signature dish to make and what do you think is like quintessentially baker's? Well, I think Alex missed the tuna sashimi because everybody brags. People say, I ate that all over the world. It's Hell the yeah. best here. So good. So, so good. But... And, and that's incredible. There's sashimi on this restaurant. It's kind of the outlier of this menu, but I, I know it was a hit, right? Definitely. Is, is it hard to try like new things, you know, to small because you, you program people to get used to your burgers and your wraps and all these like sort of comfort food staples? Is it hard to experiment in a small town with like, you know, going places like the, the, the tuna was a runaway hit, but you know, have you ever tried something where you're like, I want to do more of that? But you know, you know what the 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 palate up here has been really receptive. We've um, you know basic uh, basically it's pretty much. Um, the staples will get you through, but if you want to fold in some some exotics, um, the the people will buy it. You know, we've done uh, octopus here. Um, 
you know, grilled octopus, stuff like that. And uh, there's there's a market for that up here. You know, there's people people who are willing to try it. And then there's, you know, you got stuff like a core menu to, to keep you, you know, everybody's, you know, can get something to eat. Well, has the clientele turned over a little bit in the last few years? I know a lot of people from the city are coming up who might be more used to seeing octopus on their plate. I mean, absolutely the customers have, uh, we're seeing different faces, but essentially everyone still orders the same old stuff uh, but when they see things like octopus on the menu man they go crazy they love it and you know why because Alex can make it correctly and well and it's delicious so and you guys have a great fishmonger right too I mean everything is fresh she means you know super super fresh and look around I don't see an ocean here well. you know so it fulfills <laughs> a very very important need you know in the landscape yeah Denine, did you start off as a customer or did you just walk in the door and say give me Jack um, I started off as a customer. Okay. And w- when did you come to Berryville? What, how did you get up here? I came to Berryville uh, in 2011, but I came off Long Island in 2004. So I came here when I got engaged. To nice. Break. Yeah, and, and, you, and you moved up your whole brood because we all love your family yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> a beautiful family. That's wonderful. Um, and where do you like to go when you're not here? Like where do you go on your days off? I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> it's my secret place. I like that. Yeah, no, I've seen you in your secret place before, but I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep it to myself. Alex, how about you guys? What do you guys do when you want to, you know, get out and try some new food? Uh, we'll go see uh, what's going on down in, uh, where do we go? We'll go to Milford. We'll go... Yeah, um, um, our favorite sushi place is Soy in uh, Monticello. I love Soy. Yeah, yeah. So Soy's really good. good. They're always they're always pretty consistent. It's a nice place to um, hide out too. You yeah. never see anybody in Soy. And my kid loves the food there too. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Jackson's got very uh, elevated palate. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. You know, I mean, it's uh, it, it is tough up here. The landscape for restaurants is tough. Bakers is always consistent, always solid, always welcoming, always always good. But um, I mean, you know, there are a couple places sort of on the periphery. You know, white tablecloth joints, one or two, like on the periphery, but. Uh, I beg to differ, Mike. I, I think for a small community, we're actually pretty blessed. Like, you know, within a you know a 20, 20 to forty minute drive, you really do have a lot of great okay, options. I consider forty minutes the periphery. So, <laughs> and that's why you'll never be local. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll be back with the news after this. <laughs> Crazy Daisy. Ooh. All right. That was that was a very groovy field trip over to Baker's today. Uh, <laughs> <I'm on. laughs> that wasn't me. That was the studio audience. <laughs> the studio audience. Um, uh, no, that was delicious. Those flatbreads were delicious. Thank you to Alex. Thank you to Carrie and Steph and Deneen and Lene. And it was nice to see and, Patty in passing, too. And, and guess what? A star is born. Lene, oh my God! You guys you ready wait for, for the music segment today because it is genius. <laughs> it is a thing of performance art genius. All right, we got we got Lene coming out with our our house band here, the the basic beatniks. Oh my God! And uh, you just hang hang on to your hats. Well, it's it's something really special. So but first, the news. Are oh you ready? God. Yes, I'm ready. All right, here we go with the news right from Barryville. Uh, here's your host, John Pizzolatto. I'm John Pizzolatto, and here's the news to me. 
I'm actually going to pluck a lot of local stories today because this edition of the Sullivan County Democrat is so packed full of uh, yeah, it's a real it's a real barn burner, John. Well, uh, you know, the Woodstock performer David Crosby has passed away at the ripe age of 81. You know, David Crosby has ties to this area because obviously he played at Woodstock. But um, you know, I really was a big fan of his lovely, lovely voice. Like he really gave this sort of like sophistication in vocals. Uh, you know, to Crosby, Stills and Nash, and also to rock and roll in the in the period of from whence he came. David Crosby was a wonderful, wonderful singer. But what's blown, kind of blown my mind is all these things I'm seeing on Facebook. Oh my God, why does God keep snatching away the great ones? David Crosby was 80 plus years old. He had a life well lived. He had, oh my God, like incredibly well lived. He was, a, he was a notorious alcoholic and drug addict. He had, he definitely, you know, the, the, the shelf life for someone with that career, you know, he's outlived it by a lot. But all this outpouring it reminded me, though, you know, Jeff Beck died a couple weeks ago. And even all the punk rockers I knew were like losing their minds. They lost Jeff Beck. I thought punk rockers hated jazz rock fusion. I thought the music that <laughs> Jeff Beck played, aside from the Yardbirds, the music that Jeff played was the reason why punk rock invented. And everyone, all these kind of baby boomer punks I know, were losing it for Jeff Beck. And yeah, that's great. He's a wonderful guitar player, too. But what's going to happen when like Jimmy Page dies? Someone who actually made good records. Oh my what's going to happen? Oh, I mean, oh if let's go back to it, let's go back losing to it for David Cross well, and Jeff Beck. What's going to happen when Bob Dylan dies? Well, the news. What's going to happen when Dolly Parton Listen, dies? The, what's, what are people going to do? I'm whoa, worried. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm worried. Relax. I'm worried Re- about the collective relax. mental health. Relax. I just want oh. to say something about David <laughs> Crosby. Everyone. I'm really excited for, for David Crosby's family. You know, he really did look out for them sort of before his passing. You know, he sold his catalog, which I think is a very admirable sort of thing. You know, he was really, you know, on the brink of bankruptcy and he was able to sell his catalog and, you know, create a great foundation for his family and his loved ones. And, you know, he's also the father of Melissa Etheridge's child. It's incredible. Which is, you know, a rock and roll legacy. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, she, she's, really she's, cool. she's all right. And uh, I will say, if you can judge a man by the uh, person who uses your sperm, then he is A++++. Also, he made some pretty good records in the end of his life. Wow, too, what a weird tribute to David Crosby. <laughs> this is probably, you heard it here for first year. Folks. Wow. Um, you know, also on the, the pages of the Sullivan County Democrat, um, congratulations to Foster Supply. They are nominated for a James Beard Award, which I think is a wonderful tribute to our area in general, you know, all the culinary prowess of our area. It's, I, think, it's I think it's fantastic. And, and uh, we should have them on the show sometime soon. Yeah, I love those guys. They also are the major contributors of prepared meals for the Yulin Pantry uh, via a single bite. So they're they're good folks down there. Absolutely fantastic. Um, so another story that I thought was really interesting from the Sullivan County Democrat uh, and really bold, it actually is the front cover story of the Sullivan Life edition of the Sullivan County Democrat. Woodchucks are cute to some, a nuance to others. Groundhog Day is February 2nd, and we'll determine how much more winter we have coming. Okay, I want you to read that headline again, because I love it so much. It's as if T.S. Eliot wrote it. Woodchucks are cute to some, nuisance to others. And it's like 36-point type bold. Uh, it goes right across above the fold. Goes right across the paper. And David Crosby got what, like twenty-four point times, Roman? <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it's it's pretty amazing too. It's it's almost three fourths a page, all about these little critters. And there's an, an adorable picture. But you know, I hate these little bastards. You know, yeah. they they will tear up your yard if you have tulips. You'll end up with the bulbs on your on your steps. They're 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 total creeps. For realsies, dude. My wife won't let me shoot them. You know, and there's also like weird. I don't know if it's like a hybrid of these guys, but they like 
run around River Road. They're like these like you know Princess Bride proportionate like sort of like <laughs> creatures that 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 sort of developed around the the water. So I don't I don't know if they're a hybrid of of these guys. The woodchucks are awful. Man, they take all of our strawberries. That's sort of the concession we made. Take the strawberries, leave everything else alone. But all these holes they burrow. I'm afraid my house is going to collapse. It's like a Warner Brothers cartoon over here. And squirrels too. Don't get me started. All you need to know and about flying squirrels. squirrels and flying squirrels. Well, I like Rocky and Bullwinkle. But have you ever seen a screwy squirrel cartoon? That's what you need to know about squirrels. It's all there. Okay, this new segment has gone <laughs> totally off the rails. I want to bring it back because I, I have to tell you guys, and thank you guys uh, once again for all your wonderful letters uh, naming the camel, but I think we have a clear winner. Uh, this was submitted by Christopher Fry, and it goes a little something like this. I know you guys are honoring the history of Berryville in many ways, so here's a way to harness the karma to your building. For many decades, in mid-century Berryville, your building was owned by a man who ran it as a gas station, garage, headquarters for his taxi company, and his forerunner for his TV cable business. The venture brought viewable TV to the town for the first time. The building was also a bus shelter for so many of us kids from midtown Berryville. It was also uh, where the owner, a skilled hunter, hung his trophy deer from the eaves and peddled cold yoo-hoos in the summer. This man, who personified hardworking, risk-taking American dreamers, also raised three girls in a house literally three feet from the back of the building. His name was Eddie Wilson, and you simply must honor him by naming the camel Wilson. Yes, Tom Hanks has already made good use of that name in a movie, but that was just a reference to an athletic equipment. This would be the ultimate accolade to the man who breathed life into your building. And Chris Fry, who is a self-titled baby boomer boy of Berryville, thank you so much for your letter. We have a clear winner. The camel's name is Wilson. Amazing. That was beautiful. That was everything. I know, and when you you know when you walk into the uh, Stick It Insider tasting room, you'll see um, this lovely lady, Mary Agnes, who is one of um, this gentleman's daughters, came and brought us all these historic pictures. So there's pictures of Don and Ron, there's pictures of the Wilson family, so you can check out sort of the history of the Berryville Oasis when you walk in. So definitely come and see us sometime. We'll be open uh, very that soon. That is amazing. That really puts the everything in Everything's Better in Berryville. I know. I mean, come on. This, this is the sort of engagement we're looking for. So if you have anything to talk to us about, please, please, please email us at betterinberryville at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at berryvilleradio.com. Whoa, 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 wait. That helicopter's flying pretty close to the studio, Johnny. I think Tiffany is trying to tell us something. All right, then. Here she is, our eye in the sky in the Berryville traffic helicopter, Tiffany Diamond. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, I know that camel's important, but I'm getting a lot of email, too, here. I just want to say to Mr. Big Truck 14,000, the answer is N-O, okay? <laughs> okay, sure, Tiff. So uh, how are the roads looking today? Guys, the roads in Berryville are clear and clean today. There's no snow, no ice on any of the roads. That highway department is doing a fantastic job. Well, to be fair, Tiff, it hasn't really snowed in a couple of weeks. Well, yes, but when it does, these guys are on it. Do you know how hard it is to keep these roads clean and clear? We live in some kind of weather vortex that snows and rains and freezes and then snows again. We get all sorts of pressure systems. Arctic blasts, Canadian highs. Not to be confused with a Mexican high. Hey, Edison, <laughs> you guys got to try to get real jobs, like the highway department. These guys are out there in the cold, not sitting around making wisecracks like a couple of old heads. Uh, all right, Tiff, hey. 
Hey, Sorry, you can't hear you. Helicopter's really loud. This is Tiffany Diamond from the Berryville Traffic Helicopter. Over and out. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Tiffany. And, of course, thanks to the Town of Highland Highway Department. And we'll be right back with a blockbuster performance, Johnny. A star is born. Can you dig it? Right after this. Everything's better in Berryville. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special treat for you. Put your hands together. It's the Berryville Radio debut of the illustrious Lene Kelty, direct from behind the bar at Baker's, featuring the basic beatniks. Hit it, Lene. Today for our special guys, we got soup, beef, barley, appetizers. We got mozzarella sticks with marinara, steamed teriyaki chicken dumplings, seared tuna sashimi, served raw over wasabi, seaweed finished with cucumber, uh, Asian sesame seed. And for our entrees, our taco of the day is a fried shrimp taco. It's served over a soft corn shell with our crunchy coleslaw and our pico de gallo, white onion, and cilantro. For our dinner entrees, we got grilled tri-tip steak. It's in teriyaki glaze served with rosemary potatoes with mixed green salad. We also have a swordfish. It will be grilled, served with rosemary potatoes and mixed greens as well. And we have our desserts. Chocolate mousse cake, limoncello, a carrot cake, a cheesecake, peanut butter explosion, and a toasted almond cake. Wow. What a show. Wow. Lene, she's like the Kerouac of country cuisine, of comfort yeah. food. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Like the, the Kerouac of comfort food. Can I feel like it? she just created a new genre. I mean, like, <laughs> these are high stakes. Lene, you have to deliver the specials to all your tables now over a little twinkling. Oh, my God. That's wonderful. Let's hear it for beatniks. the basic beatniks. Who knew? Oh, my God. Who knew? What a group. What a group. Barry is going, uh, go, going hard. You know, I, I just want to say thank you once again for the hospitality over at Baker's. It was so nice to sit down with Carrie and Alex and Deneen and Steph and Lene and all those folks over there. Nice to see Patty. And yeah, and for that. everything, you know, that they do and they've done to make me feel welcome here. And, uh, and make my stomach know, feel and, happy with those delicious yeah, flatbreads. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Alex. And, uh, and and some pretty good martinis. I think we should go over and get one now. I think they're, they're open right now. Yeah, let's get, let's get it back over there. All right, back to then. Baker's, All right, thanks sisters. to everybody over at Baker's. Once again, thanks to everybody at Heritage Radio, especially Matt. Next week, we're going to be back with another traffic report from Tiffany Diamond and our special cannabis show with a normal lawyer, local hero, Dave Hahn. We're going to be talking about so excited all for this sorts one. of crazy Everybody listen things. up. I'm sure everybody got, has a million questions, and Dave will do his best uh, to answer I, my I, bet. I got 420 of them, John. Oh, my God. All of right. course you do. Let's, let's go get a martini. This is a good one. Thank you guys so much. Have hey. a great day.
better in Berryville. This show is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.